Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. Today I'm talking to two very cool guests. I'm talking to Jade and Charlie from collegelifemainteasy.com and they've been college bloggers for a while and they have a lot of really cool advice and some interesting history to share. So let's get into it. So if you could just start by introducing yourselves. All right, so um, I'm Charlie with College of Life Made Easy. I'm one of the co-founders. All right, and I'm Jade. I am a content writer of Charlie's. <laughs> okay, so how does that work? So you have both um, a co-founder, I assume, too, and then a contact, a content writer. So, like, how does that work? Um, so I'm one of the co-founders uh, with Jennifer. So we basically work with um, big picture stuff. And then we'll delegate and we'll give Jade um, tasks to do or articles to write. Like, we'll come up with the ideas and the SEO keywords, and then we just let her go with it. I do the easy stuff. <laughs> I am so jealous of that. <laughs> I do everything by myself, so I basically do nothing because I'm too lazy. All right, so how did you guys start blogging? Like, where did that, how did that even come up in your life? Um, so my mom, uh, started working for a coupon blog, which is like, um, deals and that sort of thing when I was in high school and then, um, the blog needed some help. So my mom trained me Mm -hmm. and that's how I got started. And then, um, that blog sort of turned into a sinking ship. So everyone started abandoning shit because management was going downhill um the blog just wasn't doing very well and so I started my blog around 2016 in the Mm -hmm. spring and um it actually started as a coupon blog for college students but there's not a huge demographic for that so it kind of morphed into this college lifestyle blog with some freebies every now and then on the side I'm surprised there wasn't a bigger market for that yeah. yeah, everyone, I don't know, there's just kind of a weird stigma around couponing. Couponing is for older people. Yeah. <laughs> really? I love coupons, so that's pretty right? funny. <laughs> that is a surprise. But yeah, you started right after I did, because I started in late 2015, and I feel like that was the best time, really. Yeah. Now I feel like it's super over, like oversaturated. So college blogging, like why did you choose that? Other Well, couponing, obviously, but why did you get more into, like, traditional college blogging? Um, I kind of wanted to fill a niche where, you know, college costs a lot and college students don't have a ton of money. So I wanted to try to help them out with managing their money and trying to maximize their money where they could. So I was just trying to work into that money niche a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to work into that one now, but a little bit for, like, older students or, like, recent grads. Um, So that's a good idea to like really hone in on the money making rather than just college in general, because I feel like college in general now is so oversaturated. So you sort of have to choose something different. Totally. Yeah. So talk about your own educational background. Like I know in the email you were telling me that you didn't necessarily follow that traditional like four year university path. Or did you both do the same thing or did you both do different things? Um, so I graduated high school in 2013, and I took a gap year. Same. She actually graduated early, too, in her junior year. No Uh, way. (laughs) Graduated a little early, but um, I took a gap year after that. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Oh, my God. This is my life. We are the same person. (laughs) (laughs) I also graduated in 2013 and took a gap year. 
Oh, so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I originally thought about going into welding. Um, I just knew I wanted to do something with my hands, um, and I chose massage therapy at the last minute. I think I was like the last student to get um, accepted for the upcoming uh, year. So I did that, and um, it was ten months because I did it part time while I was working. Mm-hmm. And um, most people might think massage therapy is a lot of just like hands-on stuff, but we actually had to learn all the bones in the body, all the muscles in the body, how they work, the attachment points, um, pathologies. There's, it went a lot more in depth than I ever thought it would. Um, so I did that. I graduated, and then um, I was making, I made $25 an hour right after. Well, that's a and good deal. Yeah, and then I was making 40 an hour within six months. Oh my gosh, Uh, this is where it's at. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So I basically just, um, I wanted to pick a career where I would get paid a lot quickly and um, where I didn't have to work a lot. I just wanted to do whatever (laughs) I wanted, whenever I wanted. So it just worked out perfectly like that. (laughs) That is crazy. I didn't know the starting salary was so much for that. I guess it makes sense that you're learning a lot more than just like what you would think for massage, obviously. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on what career path you take with it, too, because you can go medical side um, with chronic pain patients or people getting car accidents, or you can go spa side. And um, I went chronic chronic pain and chiropractic clinics and um, pain clinics and that sort of side and that's how it worked out for me. That's a really interesting story. So what about you Jade? What else? What is your experience? All right. So um, I am actually currently in school. I just I'm going to a community college right now getting my associates of science and then I'm thinking about transferring um, to our four-year university here and going for the nuclear medicine program. But, um, yeah, that's... I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I studied English, so... (laughs) The opposite. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds really complicated. Um, But that's interesting. I don't really talk to people often who um, do college blogging who didn't follow, like, that traditional four-year university path. But I think that's a really good point that you made when you were like, I'll actually start off with a much higher salary, like for real. Um, (laughs) No one I know is starting off with a very high salary, especially with an English major. (laughs) I wish I had thought of that at the time, but I was very stubborn. So how does that background really help you with blogging? It seems like you both have a really well-rounded like experience because one of you did um, like the the non-traditional vocational program, whereas the other one's following a more like going to community college and I'm transferring to like a more specific program. So how does that really help you when you're blogging about college? Um, in the beginning, I would say it just gave me um, all the time and freedom I needed to work on my blog because I mm-hmm. would set my own hours. I would, you know, work the minimum I needed to just so I could focus on this. And then, um, with Jade in school right now, she's actually helped with a lot of posts because she'll have a ton of questions like about financial aid or student loans that I wouldn't think to write about. And um, so it's been really helpful just like, okay, getting in the mind of a student right now, yeah. mm-hmm. um, relevant stuff. Yeah. 
and I'm actually not too traditional. Actually, I went to college right after high school, but then um, I just dropped out of college, actually. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, (laughs) and then after I had my son and everything, I decided to go back to school, so I'm actually going back to school. (laughs) Oh, that's actually really cool. Um, Well, great. Whatever it takes. I mean, that's cool that you both have like an untraditional sort of approach to college blogging. It sort of gets pretty boring when you see the same stuff over and over again. So I think it's good to have like a fresh perspective. Sure. That's pretty crazy. Okay, so you've talked about how your background is unique, how that sort of got you into blogging, college blogging through couponing. So I see on your website, you've got a lot of mixed content. Like, well, one, you post all the time. So I'm really jealous of that because I never post. But two, you like post on all kinds of stuff. I see you posting a lot on money making for like college students, but also like the coupon stuff. So like, how are you tying in the coupon stuff? Um, the coupon stuff, I would say laying a lot of the framework, like how to do it for beginners, like how to do it at specific stores and all that. Um, so nowadays I just tie it in by posting a freebie, um, maybe once or twice a week, just something really quick that students can get for free and it, you know, it's not going to take a ton of their time and it's just going to add a, something a little bit extra to their lives, you know? Yeah. I think that's really cool. It's definitely different. I don't see a lot of bloggers focusing on that in general, which is cool. Um, Awesome. So you talked about your different contributors. Okay, so let's talk about, like, college blogging as it is today. Um, I think it's cool that you started about the same time I did, which, like I said, was, like, prime time to get in because I feel like there were only a few people blogging about that. So I knew sort of all of the different blogs out there who were talking about college life. But now there's so many, and it's so hard to get noticed. So how are you getting noticed? Um, honestly, the most boring way, which is SEO and looking up what people are searching for. Um, I think a lot of people just want to blog about it, like blog about it in more like a journal way, like what they want to focus on. But mm-hmm. I think. Um, You just have to search for what people are searching for so you can answer those problems for them. And um, that's kind of how I'm approaching it at this point. Like general, general topics first, then more specific. And you can kind of link from your general posts to your more specific posts. Yeah, so do you have, like, an actual strategy for figuring out what people (laughs) want to actually search for? Because I need help. Um... I use Pinterest a lot. I use um, Google Keyword. Um, there's actually this really cool Chrome extension called Keywords Everywhere. Really? So anytime... I'm writing this down. <laughs> anytime I search something, so like just if I'm generally Googling something, it will tell me how many searches a month it gets, how much competition there is, and I don't have to go into Google Keyword Planner, which you know, mm-hmm. is kind of annoying to use sometimes. I hate. I don't use it. I hate it. Yeah, it kind of sucks. So anytime I um, search something in Google now, uh, it tells me, like, how many people a month are searching college. Um, about a, thou- a million people a month, and the competition is really low for that keyword. But, you know, it's not very specific to know what people are really looking for. So did you teach yourself all of this SEO, or are you actually trained? <laughs> uh, I'm not trained. Everything I've learned, I've learned from Google. Uh-huh. Same, though. Same. 
Um, I even worked at a marketing company and I didn't learn anything special there. So I think <laughs> Googling it is fine. Um, but it sounds like you really have a good understanding of it, which is not what you always see. So you talked about Pinterest. I always use Pinterest to find what I'm going to blog about because I will just see, <laughs> I'll go to the analytics and see what which of my posts have been clicked on the most or even just which of other people's posts have been clicked on the most. And I try to do something similar, but I'm all like just way too lazy. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, it takes a lot of dedication. I'm on Pinterest way more to, than I would like to admit. But, oh my gosh. Uh, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over Pinterest. Um, but what else? Let's see. So how do you monetize your blog? Are you monetizing your blog? I should ask. Uh, yes, I do monetize my blog. My biggest thing is ads, which same I know people don't like it. I love ads. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't used to, and now that they pay my rent, they're my favorite. Yes. Did you get on um, with Mediavine? Yes. Oh, my God. Mediavine. Yes. Best friends. <laughs> they're uh, so great. Super helpful. Um, mostly ads which people aren't going to agree with, but like you said, it pays the rent. I think ads are okay if you have a certain amount of page views. Like, if you're getting, like, 100 page views a month, then, like, don't do not do this. But if you do, if you're getting, like, a substantial amount, I think they're a good way to monetize that. Like, why not? And I only do it for, like, my top performing posts. Like, if I have a sponsored post or something that, like, isn't really about making money, like, I won't put ads on it. But I love ads, so. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about just doing it on um, certain posts. I've, I guess I've just been lazy and been like, oh, I'll just do it all over my website. Yeah. But I should think about that. I ramp it up on the most. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, this post is going viral. Time to, like, go to town with that. But... Yeah, it up to 30% ads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I do. I do, definitely. Because at first, I didn't get into Mediavine until, like, pretty recently. So I feel like I missed out on, like, all of these opportunities, like, when my blog was really getting traffic, like, back in the good old days. So now I'm making up for it. Oh. Yeah, and you'll totally, you'll totally make more and more and more with media every month as well. And especially now that we're in quarter four, um, that's a big one as well. Um, but other ways I make money is I do sponsored posts sometimes. Like, I'm on all those sponsored post networks, but mm -hmm. I totally... Totally hate applying um, for the sponsored post because they're like, tell us why you would be a good fit. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I hate because it views. Because yeah, it pays me. <laughs> like my website or not. <laughs> I hate when I don't apply. And then sometimes they'll actually reach out to me because I guess not enough people applied. And then I'll have to like really think about it. I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm really lazy with sponsored posts as well. Because I feel like they don't, unless they really pay a lot, it's not usually worth it. Usually, I don't know. That's how I feel. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, most of the sponsored posts I've done, I'd say like 90%, the company has contacted me, which always feels really cool. It's yeah. like, oh, you noticed my blog, you noticed my little <laughs> blog, that's so cool. Really? But, I get so many spammy ones that are all like, oh, we'll pay you an exposure, and I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> so I just delete the majority of those because I don't think they're real anymore. I know, there, there's so many spammy emails, it's like, I'm not a a PR news company. Stop sending me these emails. I don't want to interview whoever this person is. <laughs> They're always so weird, but I just delete them all now. Like, I won't... I've done maybe two sponsored campaigns from random emailers. Okay. I do not believe in it. 
do you get a lot of those emails that are like, um, they just want to pay for a do follow link? Yes, I delete those too. I actually work in SEO. That's like, because I'm a freelance writer. That's like my paying job. And so I do, um, I actually do a lot of SEO content writing, which is sort of like paid links. But like, this isn't how you do it. You don't right. email people and be like, um, put my link here. Like, I'll pay you 20 bucks. Like, that's not how you do it. <laughs> but I get so many emails like that. And I just delete them. I'm just like, you're so clueless at your job. Like, I would have been more open to you just like guest posting like naturally than having you put your random link in my website this way. It's so weird. <laughs> Definitely. And the ones that are like, they're like, I see you link to this um, study tips on your scholarship <laughs> list. Um, will you link to my study study oh, studyship tips <laughs> you almost got it. on my scholarship list? I'm like, did you even read my post? It's not relevant at all. <laughs> they tried. They tried. And it's plus, it's like, I would have linked to yours in the first place if it was good. So like, yeah. why did yours yeah. clearly sucks? So <laughs> I hate those. They drive me crazy, but I get so many of them. I just delete them. And as someone who works on the other side of SEO, I just don't have any, like, a understanding of why. Just why. Like, just do your research. It's so much easier. Yeah, I guess <sighs> blast those emails. I guess they might get one out of I don't either. So you sponsor posts, use Mediavine, my lord and savior Mediavine. Um, yes. What <laughs> is there anything else you do? Do you do affiliate links? I do do affiliate links. Um, I do shop her uh, Rakuten Commission Junction in Amazon. Mm -hmm. In Amazon, I get paid for every month. Do you actually make money this way? I never made money this way. A little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. But some. Every every month it gets better, and I make you more and more every year. But uh, mostly it's Amazon, and then a couple times throughout the year I'll get like a $60 payment from Commission Junction or Shopper, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. You know? Oh, my gosh. I get none of those. Like, I gave up trying. It was not for me. <laughs> I always go back to ads. All right, so let's talk about your goals. So sounds like you're really on top of everything. Honestly, I'm too jealous. <laughs> I do not put this much effort in. Um, so what are your goals for your blog coming upcoming, like the next year or so, or Q4? Um, my goals, I guess, are just to keep, keep blogging, trying to increase that passive income, trying to get more page views. Um, I'm thinking about acquiring more blogs or buying one or making Really? A... I've never heard of any blogger tell me this. Tell me more. Um, well, I don't want to say. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> Give all of your secrets. I'm interested in buying The Young Hopeful. Oh, really? Oh, my God. This is some good drama. Give me the info. <laughs> Because I know she hasn't posted in a Yeah, I thought year. she gave up. I thought she posted something being like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I could be making this up. I thought at one point she said um, she was, like, leaving it behind. Yeah, uh, I checked out her Twitter, and she's tweeted every now and then. I think the last time was maybe June or July. So I've emailed her, and, um, yeah, I'm totally interested in buying her blog because it's a WordPress.com blog, so I could yeah. switch it to WordPress. I know. Oh my god, so many Mediavine ads. Yeah, yeah, I can add those Mediavine ads because you know her content is popular. I see it all the time in the college niche on Pinterest. It's so popular. Oh my god, you're so smart. 
I'd be so interested in acquiring that blog and working it and really making it grow and stuff like that. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I hope you do it because I've been waiting for that blog to be revived. I thought it was done, yet it's still like pretty viral on Pinterest. It's a good one. So I'm like, well, if she's done with it, maybe I can buy it from her. Because, you know, double income definitely helps to diversify. Um, And then I have a little side project on Instagram that does way better than my... What? What do you have on Instagram? (laughs) Um, It's called Older Labs on Instagram. And it's just um, senior age Labradors. (laughs) What? People love that. (laughs) It's just dog photos? Yeah, Yeah. I just reshare old Labradors. This is not rocket science, but you are killing it. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, like, I found a good niche. I was like, why can't you I write really Instagram did. like this? Oh my god, I hate Instagram. I can't. Um, I don't have a niche. I can't commit to one. Like, I don't know. I, clearly, I'm doing it wrong. I didn't know it was all dog photos. But <laughs> do you make money on that? Um, I'm starting to. I made a store. Um, I'm actually starting to get some sponsored... Um, dog posts i'm doing an like i did a giveaway for cbd pet oil really yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna gonna do another one next week with a different company so um that's just my little side project i want to you know get the the older labs um store more off the ground and then um you know i sort of i want to donate you know like 20 percent to like dog charities or something you know um I just had an old, I just had a really old dog, and I was like, oh, you know, puppies get all the time on Instagram. What about the old dogs? That is such a good idea. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, you're like an entrepreneur over here. Jeez, you've got, like, you're buying this other website. You've got these really random Instagram profiles that are doing really well. Oh, my gosh. And now I feel like I need to do something else, but I can't. It's too many. Like, how do you keep up? (laughs) Jeez. And you're already posting all the time because you have a contributor. I need a contributor. Like, I just can't write ever. It's worth it. I guess. I don't know. I write so much for, because I write for other people all day. So then it's like, well, I don't want to sit down and write for myself. Like, that's no fun. So I don't know what to do. And I already moved out of the college niche because I was like, I'm not in college anymore. So, like, I just don't care anymore, but I guess I should have. I regret it. Oh, my gosh. You always go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go back. are saying niching down isn't um, uh, as big of a thing anymore. You can blog about whatever you want. I think that's true. Yeah, that's, like, a really interesting point. It really isn't because when I first started, everyone was yelling about niching down, and now a days I feel like if you niche down almost too much, you sort of lock yourself in. Yes. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, like, my most viral post is cheap date ideas, and you could say that is Cheap not... date ideas? <laughs> yeah, it, it has, like, almost 200,000 repins, and I'm like, why? This is the most basic post <laughs> in existence. Oh, my God. Yeah, my viral posts are... One of my most viral posts is also, like, my second ever blog post, so it's so cringy and embarrassing. Like, I can't even think about it, but it's so viral, and it's, like, this bad photo of, like, the inside of my fridge, and it's done in, like... It might as well be Comic Sans. It's, like, so bad, and it did so well. It's, like, how to survive without a meal plan in college, which is pretty funny because I only had a meal plan for, like, a minute, and so, like, I don't know why I was qualified at all, but this still, to this day, like, three years 
years later is still one of my best pins. So that's what makes sense. I know. I don't. I don't get it. It's like how how do I please the Pinterest today? What do the Pinterest gods want? They won't tell us. <laughs> I give up with Pinterest. I was using Board Booster until like a minute ago, until it literally shut down, and then it was like, you need to stop using this. This, this is actually against the the policy, and I was like, I did not know, and so now I'm just getting into Tailwind, and I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm just like randomly pinning stuff. Yeah, Tailwind, I started with Tailwind, then I moved to Board Booster probably like three or four months before it shut down, and I was so disappointed, because I was like, Board Booster is so much easier to It's use so it. much easier, and you can use it with the app. I was, oh, God, yes. I'm so upset. <laughs> I cry about it all the time, and it was cheaper. Oh, so much cheaper, and now we have to worry about tribes and Smart Loop. And... I want Smart Loop to come. I've sent them messages. I think I applied for it three times. That would mean less work for me. I hate Pinterest. I hate going in and pinning. I think it's such a chore. I'm going to go create new blogs. I'm going to go buy new blogs because apparently I'm missing out. <laughs> you should just diversify, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I can't even keep up with what I'm already doing, and I never post. So that's already <laughs> too much work. That's crazy. I can't believe that. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Do you have any um products or anything other than, like, the dog stuff? Um, Products? I have a few printables for sale, like, edit editable ones yeah um, like, I saw that what what how does tell me more what I just what <laughs> um, like instead of uh like handwriting it you would just edit it in like um what's it called like word adobe oh adobe oh. who's downloading adobe for that <laughs> um I don't think you have to sign up for it to use it but I mean it does give me a sale every now and then Mm -hmm. I don't know how anyone makes a living off of printables because it definitely doesn't work for me. Once I sold resumes, like, for a, a hot minute, and I did make money that way, but it was more hassle than it was worth. Like, people would always give me, like, tech support questions, and I was like, I can't hold your hand through this. Like, I can't. <laughs> so it started getting overwhelming, so I got out of it. But I'm trying to develop a product right now, so I keep asking everyone, like, what they're doing, but no one has any answers, so... Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of products people are doing are courses. Yeah, okay, I tried this, and then I, real I like, got stuck in this loop where I was like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> no one wants this, or, like, this is a scam, or, like, I don't know. I'm sort of bitter about it, so now I don't know. Yeah, I think that the market is really saturated with courses because anyone can make one, and then there's the very few select success stories that make people go, Yes. Oh, Oh, it, I could do that. Yes, but, but you can't. You can't. And then all of the success is in teaching other people how to make courses. And I was like, this is just some messed up loop, and I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, teaching other people how to blog, making money, teaching people how to blog. Yeah, I mean, it's... that is my entire premise. So I jumped in on it. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> but it's, it drives me crazy when people who, like, don't know how to blog are teaching people how to blog. And I'm like, okay, well, what? But Okay. <laughs> yeah, or they try to like sell their Pinterest courses advanced. Like I, uh, I started with the Melissa Griffin Pinterest. Did course you take it? It was great because I was, was it only because I was a beginner. Okay, because I, I thought about this course. Like I, it still haunts me. I'm still like, would I have been like super successful if I had taken it? But I feel like I wouldn't have because like I had some basic Pinterest skills. So I don't know yeah. what it was for. 
Yeah, it was just basically like how to make your images look good, what people want to click on. Um, but if you want to get into like a really advanced Pinterest course, um, that uh, Carly Campbell book, uh, Pinteresting Strategies, that's next level stuff for sure. For real? For real. Like still today though? Still today, yeah. Like stuff I've never heard of or thought of, um, but... It does require you to be on Pinterest a lot. <laughs> God, I don't know if I can make that compromise. <laughs> but that's crazy. I always feel like when you make a course like that, it has to become your full-time job because, like, every day something's changing. So, like, how do you keep up? Like, how is your course not obsolete? That's my question. But yeah, if she, you say it's good. She just updated it, too, because she's like, yeah, Pinterest is changing too fast. Like, she has a Facebook group and that's pretty helpful. I guess I look at that every now and then, but sometimes I'm just like, I can't keep up. I can't do all these things. Like, I have to pick and choose. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I love that you've taken that Melissa Griffin course. I've heard so much about it. It's literally haunts my dreams. So I'm <laughs> glad that you gave me the validation that I didn't need it. But okay, um, let's end this on your advice for any recent grads. I know you guys didn't follow like the traditional path, but I'd still like to hear your advice. So just what would you do differently <laughs> if you were in that situation? Or what would you do the same? Um, I guess advice I have for recent grads would be uh, make connections. Um, as yes, sucky as it is, it really <laughs> is all about who you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Very Big true. time. There's so much nepotism in the workforce or any sort of career you want to get into. Um, so make connections. Um, the, uh, I guess think about the big picture. Like you're just going to have to suck it up and maybe do something you don't want to do for a while until you can really get into your passions and stuff. But, um, so just do what you have to do now, still work on your passions on the side, and eventually it's it's going to work out, but you still have to think about the big picture, and if you just try to make your passion successful right away, um, you might fail, so you want to have a backup plan, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's a good but point. I, um, I don't know, I kind of am on the same line with you, where make those connections, it's all about who you know and everything like that. Very true. <laughs> it's true in blogging, too. Like, sort of, yeah. you can't just be isolated. Definitely. And then, um, if I would do anything different, I guess, um, before you decide on a career, definitely talk to people who've been in the career mm -hmm. for a long time, because what they're going to tell you is a lot different than what the school is going to tell you. Yeah. Like, um, with massage therapy, I thought going out of it I was going to be able to do 20 hours a week and that doesn't sound like a lot but it's it was a totally different world because not only was it um you're doing the massage hour then you have to clean up and you have to talk to the people beforehand get to know like what their problems are there's just like so much more that went it that went into it than I ever thought and um, I thought I was going to be making a lot more money actually but um I don't know, it's just really hard on your body. So I guess just make sure to talk to people who are actually in the career field and what the realities are. That's an interesting point. I didn't. I don't know that much about massage therapy. Is it sort of like a contractor thing where you set your own hours? Yeah, it's a contractor thing um, most places. So they only pay you um, if you're working. So if you have a client that doesn't show up, 
guess what? You just wasted a bunch of time waiting for them. Oh, no. <laughs> that's me as a freelancer every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's very interesting and a very good point. It is hard in any kind of position like that where it's not sort of like a secure full-time job. But it has its perks. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Lots of freedom. And the last tip would just be to buy other blogs and start an adult dog Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, find that Instagram niche and work it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> so do you guys want to give some links? Where can people find you? Um, On Instagram, you can find me Twitter. at Older Labs. Older Labs, <laughs> or... yes. I'm going to follow it right now. <laughs> or College Life Made Easy, um, or just collegelifemadeeasy.com. I would have picked a shorter URL, but uh, College Made Easy was already taken. So Typical. Some good keywords right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for having us. That is it for today's episode. A big thank you to Charlie and Jade for joining me. Hope you guys found that interesting. And thanks for subscribing. Thanks for reviewing. Thanks for visiting my blog. I don't know what else to say thanks for, so I'm just going to stop. But yeah, see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Bye.